That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into the show, we wanted to give you a quick note about ads. So here's the thing. We genuinely, sincerely like all of our sponsors. We are picky about them. Honestly, probably to the point that it's annoying for our ad sales team. We don't and won't partner with products or brands that we wouldn't use ourselves or don't think our audience would benefit from knowing about. Working with advertisers in the way that we do is what allows us to make this show a meaningful part of our lives and hopefully yours too. So when you use the unique links and codes that advertisers provide for us, it has a real impact on our ability to keep doing this. And we are tremendously grateful for it. If you're ever looking for a specific code, head to a thing or two hq.com slash sponsors and you'll find them all. Thank you for supporting us and the brands who support us. It means the most. All right, here's the show. Welcome to A Thing or Two, a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will give you weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. Hi. Hi. It's guest thingies day. I know with coffee. It's like feels like Rex Manning day. <laughs> <laughs> Best holiday. Yes, with coffee from DS and Durga, who's so oh good. Gosh. Love so, her. What a gem. What a gem. She just feels uh, like one of those New York people I feel lucky to know, you know? Yeah. Just that's a- it. Just a great New York character. First, I wanted to provide an update slash like sequel to my potty training journey, which is it a journey or a saga at this point? I mean, call it whatever you want. It's been hell. Why <laughs> yeah. was I? Why did we talk about this? I remember why, because we talked about how mean I think the woman who wrote that oh crap potty training book is Jamie yeah. Lawaki and how much I resented the tone that she took in the book. And I God knows why it came up, but I went on a bit of a rant about it probably a year ago. Yeah. This is And that's how long this this It's been tr- over a year now that we've been. been on this journey. It's been a long yeah. journey. So the book, like the potty training book that everybody swears by is called Oh Crap Potty Training. It's by this woman Jamie Glowacki. I just assumed that this is what we would do and that it would work because it seems to work for everybody. I was so turned off by this woman's tone because she is mean. I talked about this on an earlier podcast. I got a lot of DMs from people saying that they also thought this woman was mean. It was very validating. It didn't work for us. And she has excuses or explanations in this book for every reason why it might not work and what you should do. And like basically in the case of Cam, she was like, this is behavioral is her response. And like, you need to discipline your kid. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's all behavior. I mean, okay. Of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Accurate. 
Cam is nothing if not resistant to peer pressure, which I will maybe one day come to value as a personality yeah, trait. Totally. But totally. whenever he is pressured to do anything, whether it's to like say, please pick up something he threw on the ground, the more pressure you apply, the more resistant he is to it. So, so another part of like really important part of this this methodology is that you not, do not put your kid in pull-ups. Like once you've done this process, which is basically like a week-long process, and this is part of the appeal, right? That it's like you do it in one week and then you're done. And so she's like, do, it's counterintuitive. You've taught your kid to do this. Why are you going to put them in a pull-up? So we didn't. And so we spent the last like year, not fully a year and a half, but like year and some change in a constant state of stress about is this kid going to shit himself, pee his pants, like in the middle of this pool party we're at, this nice restaurant we're in, whatever it is. And we would have moments of progress and then moments of, you know, regressions. And it was terrible. And we were just could never relax around him. And so finally, a couple of weeks ago, we had started a new camp. It was becoming a thing. I was like, we're just putting him in pull-ups. And everything changed. Like he was so much more relaxed. We were so much more relaxed. He started being way better about telling us when he needed to go because we weren't constantly asking him. And I have to say, I think it's one of my biggest parenting regrets so far is that I basically stole the last year and some change from all of us where we could have been enjoying each other's company so much more without having to worry about this. And I just really (laughs) wish we'd put him in pull-ups. And so I just mostly wanted to share that one, there's more than one way to potty train and you don't have to do the oh crap method. And two, just like don't I just put- don't I don't like that we have to call it the oh crap method. Well, you know, I know, you I know it it's not Jamie Glowacki. It's not your fault. It's no one's fault. It's just I don't want to have to. You know what? I so I feel like I learned a big parenting lesson, which like honestly, I'll probably have to relearn at every phase of his life. Cause I did the same thing where I would like try to force him to finish his meals when he was a baby and we were introducing mm. solids and now he's a picky eater. And I'm sure that has something to do with it where he's like sort of staking his his power and his claim over the mm-hmm. meal time. Mm-hmm. He's asserting whatever authority and control he has. Yeah. Right. But with we all just, of this. Yeah. Exactly. We just made ourselves insane. And I'm also just like, why didn't we just wait until he was ready? Why was I like, he has to do this now? He's three and a half now. It's fine. He's not so far behind other kids his age. And I just really, really and who cares really, if he is, honestly. Who cares? And I just deeply regret that I made us all so stressed about it for a year. When we could have just been enjoying each other's company and being like, I hope he doesn't pee in his in his pull up. But if he does, it's not the end of the world. It just and it doesn't require a whole change of clothes, ideally. Yeah. So we went to the park with our friends the other day and I explained this, told this triumphantly to a friend. And I was like, you know, because we would always be like really stressed. And our friend was like, yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> like Where I had it dawned on me and I said to Chris, I was like, oh my God, all our friends have been like talking shit about our, us behind our backs, like being like, we're insane. All our friends were like, why are they putting themselves through this? And why, honestly, why are they putting themselves in this potty training torture chamber? Right. And it's like, everybody knew it, but us that there was another way out. And I just, I don't know why it, it truly like just didn't even occur to me as an option to just put him in a pull up. It just didn't I was so brainwashed by this woman who I've resented from day one yet continued to like let her have this sway over me. So that's my, that is my, that's the conclusion of this journey for now is that one, wait till your kid is ready. Two, you don't have to use oh crap. And three, just put your kid in pull-ups. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? I have an extremely small addendum to this potty training conversation. I recently went 
on a camping trip. And one of the campers is my friend Vince, who's two and a half. Mm -hmm. And I like the week before going on this trip, I ran into an article on the internet, a romper story about camping with kids. And I was like, I'm camping with kids. I'll bite. The potty related one that I thought was just very bright was to bring that portable potty camping with you. Mm -hmm. Even if your kids are like past the age of potty training, even if they're like six or whatever, because if they have to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you're like trekking around with a headlamp Oh my at, God. What, yes. at two in the morning or whatever. No, don't bother with it. Just have the potty there and have it ready. I just thought that was so smart. I lo- also, honestly, adults can use it. It totally. It's, it's, I was <laughs> like, it's kind of an everybody I solve. Ha- I have used Cam's portable potty before. We when? Were in, you, you know, I don't know about this. You know, the parking lot at Jacob Reese, how it's like massive. <laughs> and once yeah. you get there, you are not trekking back to the bathrooms. No. No. And it's so crowded. And so there was like nobody was going to see me because it's so yes, crowded right. with cars. So I just like opened the door and sort of sat behind the door and put it on the ground in the middle of Jacob Reese parking lot and took a peek. So I was like, I got to go. We're going to be exiting this parking lot for and in the car 45 for minutes yeah, for yeah, however yeah. long. So yeah, at the Rockaways, I used, I used the portable, the Oxotop portable potty and it worked just fine for me. For everyone. Yeah. The other nice, this was a real like, wow, we're doing a great job of camping thing. It also recommended bringing glow sticks for kids Ooh. as like to light their way and to just yes. like mark rocks and whatever, which has become part of our camping gear in part because they were like leftovers from fish fish concert <laughs> attendees. Yep. Because yep. those are the two scenarios when apparently you need mm-hmm. you need glow you need sticks glow when stick. you're in your like late 30s yes. is to go to a fish concert or to go camping with kids. I love it. Cam Incredible. loves a headlamp, so he wouldn't even need the glow stick because he <sighs> he discovered a headlamp at my parents' house over Christmas break and wore it for like two weeks straight. He was obsessed. <laughs> I mean, what's not to right. love? <laughs> that feels right yeah. for him. Okay, let's bring our guest on. So today we are talking with Kavi Ahuja Moltz, who is the CEO of DS and Durga. You probably know about them. They are a scent company that she founded with her husband. They make perfumes, they make candles, they make these auto fragrances that we will definitely talk about in her past life. She was an architect and she's also just the sort of person who like knows the cool things. She's very, um, very cool and stylish yeah. um, and has like interesting and good opinions. Let's bring Kavi on. Hi, Kavi. Hi, guys. Hi, Claire. Hi, Erica. Um, We're so excited to talk to you. I feel like we used to have more excuses pre-pandemic to run into each other. And, and well, this is the era we live in. Yeah, it's it's been a while since we've seen each other. I, I don't know, maybe four or five years. Well, and also DS and Durga has like blown up in the time since we've seen each other, I think. And you opened a store in Soho. Yes, we did. In 2018, we opened a store on Mulberry Street. And then during the pandemic, we opened another store in Williamsburg. I guess for scent, it's pretty important, although I'm constantly shocked at the willingness of people to buy scent online without ever having smelled it. I'm shocked too. But we, <laughs> I mean, you built your business online. We, sort of, right? I, you know what? We've, we've made it like as, as easy as possible. I mean, that's kind of like our whole, you know, mission is about making perfume more than just scent. And yes. kind of making it, making it visual, making it audible. You know, we have playlists for each sense. We have films for a lot of our sense. We have images for each sense. You know, there's colors. There's there's a whole vibe, a whole world that goes along with each scent. You cannot smell things on the internet, so you just have to put out all that you can to to give the vibe because that's what you're that's what you're selling. And it's, it's like if you like this, you'll like this. If you like this, you'll like this. So we just do our best to like form this connection 
between the customer and the scent by using all these other conduits. And then it also just seems like, I, I think this is the case maybe every five to seven years, but it feels like we're in the midst of a real fragrance moment. I just keep reading about it, like about how the fragrance industry is booming. It is. It does seem to be booming. Well, I do, just to come back to the stores for a second too, what you were saying about, you know, like creating that vibe and selling that vibe and and making that experience real. The stores do such a good job of that. I mean, you, like you walk into the store in Olita and it's like, oh, I get, I, I want to be here. This is special. I want to like smell these things, touch these things, be near them and experience them. And that is an increasingly hard thing to do to make a store experience feel unique. Yeah, I suppose it is. For us, it's so easy because we are like genuinely like these are these are the things we like. This is the style we like. These are the aesthetics we like. And we have such strong opinions about them. So it's like so easy for us to like right. just create this like environment, this experience for someone to to walk into and then kind of immediately know what we're all about, what the brand is about. And yeah, that's really important to us because you really just have like a very short time to capture someone's attention, to capture yeah. their interest. So you just have to kind of be bold in your statement and and be like, this isn't for everyone. It's absolutely not for everyone, but this is who we are and come in if you like it. Thank you so much to Allstate Identity Protection for sponsoring today's episode. I was so excited when we partnered up with Allstate Identity Protection because I uh, reached the personal milestone this year of receiving a credit card in the mail that I did not sign up for from a department. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> it was a Catherine's credit card, a, a apparel brand I had never heard of before and got to do the deep dive into figuring out how to extract myself from this credit card contract and protect my identity. And I'm sure that it's now going to continue to just be a thing because that's kind of how these things happen. It just sort of keeps happening and spirals out of control. Oh, um, friends, you've got to check out Allstate Identity Protection, the best of identity protection from a brand you can trust. So much of life is logging into our digital lives. That's why Allstate developed an identity protection product that protects your digital life just like they do your physical life. With Allstate Identity Protection, they reimburse you up to a million dollars for out-of-pocket expenses, lost wages, and legal fees. They also cover money stolen from your bank accounts, 401ks, HSAs, and tax returns. At Allstate, they've been protecting the things people love for over 90 years. Not only will they monitor to help keep you safe, but should identity theft ever occur, their US-based customer service identity care specialists provide expert support 24-7, 365 with an industry-leading 98% satisfaction score. Got a bigger growing family? You can enroll your entire household under one family plan, spouse, kids, parents, in-laws, all for a flat rate that's less than what you would pay for two individual plans and without the typical age or residency restrictions of where they live. Think the identity protection your bank provides is enough? Think again. The reality is that most financial institutions only act after fraud occurs rather than preventing it. Having comprehensive monitoring and coverage from AIP will help stop identity thieves in their tracks before any major damage is done. So when you think identity protection, think Allstate Identity Protection. To find out if your employer offers Allstate Identity Protection, head to AIP.com slash a thing or two. If not, get a 30-day free trial at AIP.com slash a thing or two. One last time, that's AIP.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much to BASE for sponsoring today's episode. I have to say, you all know I love the packing cube so much and I will always use them. However, the base suitcase comes with so much built-in organization and structure that I think if you didn't want to use a packing cube with it, you could probably get away with it. You could forego. You probably could. Honestly, like 
I am so impressed by the quality of this thing, the structure of this thing, the size of this thing. It has so much flexibility and it is perfect for a packer like me who just needs all of the little compartments and all of the little spaces. I need everything to have it. You need to be told where stuff goes. Right. Like, it's funny. It's like actually not because I'm super organized. It's because I'm the opposite and I need to have that organization imposed on me. Mm. Base just truly feels perfect for a packer like me. Base, B-E-I-S, was created by actress Shay Mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags, luggage, and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while still looking fashionable. Base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized, like Claire mentioned. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the weekender bag is super functional, and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the airport security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting beistravel.com slash a thing or two. Basetravel.com slash a thing or two. Go to basetravel.com slash a thing or two for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash a thing or two. Well, hello, I'm Katie Maloney, and you probably know me from a little show called Banner Bumber Rolls. I've been labeled all kinds of things, a bitch, a bully, and a mean girl. But there is so much more to a person than what you see on TV. Tune in every Friday as I talk to some of my friends and castmates, celebrities, comedians, medical professionals, and maybe some political figures. And by the time we're done, you're going to love me. There are two other things that you have done along those lines that to me felt like really important signifiers of what kind of a brand you are. One partnership with Liz Lambert and El Cosmico, like that just felt like, oh, Liz Lambert's brand is so specific that you're like, if I like this brand, I'm then that. Yes, exactly. That felt like such a like, oh, that's that feels like such a strong partnership. And then the other is (laughs) the the car sense. What's is the that, auto fragrances. The auto fragrances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, Brilliant. We are obsessed with them. They're yeah. so oh, smart. Awesome. They're so good. My husband like insists upon refreshing them in a like very specific. He'll be like, we have to put a new one in. Which one do we want? Like choose between portable <laughs> fireplace. Oh are we doing Brooklyn lavender? Like what's the energy? I love that. I love that. Yeah. We, we started, okay. For, for, with Liz, that's a really good example of like, you know, there was just like a kinship there. I basically just sent Liz a fan letter long Amazing. ago like out of, out of nowhere, just like mm-hmm. admired her so much. And this was like a long while ago. This was like probably like 12 years ago. I got a reply and she was like, we'd love, I'd love to come to your studio. So when she next visited Brooklyn, she came and then the rest was history. We just like got along really well and ideas were flying and she wanted to capture the the scent of the West Texan desert. So that's what we did. And yeah, then we worked with her again since then on the scent called Sweet Do Nothing. That is also really lovely. And yeah, she's wonderful. And like, we get each other. And then for these, the auto fragrances, when we first opened our first store, we wanted to have something that someone could walk out with if they were not into purchasing something. So we specifically wanted to make something that was basically like a little souvenir, you know, that like, just like a little trinket that you could take away, but was still scented. So we made these auto fragrances, which are like hanging car fresheners, but you can use them to scent any kind of like small space. They're really fun because they just, 
you know, they're just super accessible and it's just like a little piece of the brand that you can take with you. I hadn't thought about them to scent other spaces, but it makes sense to put them in like a mudroom or a garage or like, I don't know, there are tons of other spaces that that would like a guest bathroom. Who knows? Yeah. A bathroom, a closet, like a gym bag. Yeah. Who knows? Gym Who bag. Knows? Limitless possibilities. <laughs> so true. Mm-hmm. Did you bring some thingies for us today? I did. Okay. Okay. So I just got back from a trip to Europe with my family and we had this ritual like every meal every single meal, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we would play cards. Like we were really looking forward to this trip because my children are finally of this age. They're nine and 11 where we were actually looking forward to traveling with them and thought Europe would just be this kind of magical experience that you hope for it to be. And it, and it really was like we had late did like we took advantage of the jet lag. We kept the jet lag going pretty much the whole time we were there. Like we were really early morning people when we're mm-hmm. here in New York, like we get up at like five 30 and I go to sleep by like nine 30, but there we like missed the mornings completely. We'd like get out of bed at 10, 10 30 and like roll out of bed, just like head to lunch we'd have like dinners at like nine o'clock, just like very European wow, style. I love it. And the kids were, were doing it. They were into it. And there was no, like, it was finally like no tantrums, no crying. No, like just, I'm so tired, you know? So it was just a really great moment for our family in terms of like how the ages and we would play cards every meal, like we'd sit down or, and, and every like aperitivo hour, every like coffee we'd stop for. We just so like, this is like at restaurants, at cafes, like yes. all of it. Yes. Love it. Oh, okay. we'd be at like the fanciest restaurant. The kids were like, pull out the cards. And we like, you can't really, we're like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. Uh, we're doing so it. We, we just like played some, we learned new card games. We played so many, we played like spades, just, game called Duroc. We played Rummy. We played like so many games. We got so into it and it was just like really fun to play cards all the time. Just like such a simple joy. And it was just like always in my bag. So it was just like always this like entertainment that was around. How did you decide to do this or how did you like get into it? I don't know. We were like packing the kids like books and games and stuff. We're like, bring a pack of cards. And then like we brought it out one day and we were like, this seems like a fun thing to do at this cafe. And then we just kept it going, you know? Cause you do a lot of like sitting during that. You're like, okay, you do some sightseeing and then you're like, okay, I need to like sit and have a drink, a coffee. And then you're just sitting there and the kids don't necessarily want to sit and have a drink or a coffee. They just want to go back to the, to the room or whatever. And so to, to keep them like engaged, having our aperitivo and stuff, we'd have to do this, which we, we ended up loving. So that was really, really coffee, good. What else are you excited about? Okay. I'm in, I'm really into fun socks lately. So, and even though it's summer, like, you know, we were just, we were just in, in a few different cities walking around a lot. And so you're walking around a lot. Like I didn't, I, I'm not like a really, a sandal person, I guess. I mean, I, it's like, I'll wear like flip flops to the beach or something like that, but generally I like like a, a harder shoe. And then I really like fun socks to make it look, I don't know, I guess a little bit softer or a little bit like more whimsical. So. I, I have like a few socks that I really love that are kind of like fancy, like this like black lace glittery sock Ooh, that so I really good. like. And then I have like this like apple sock yes. that I really also love. Also sheer. Like a sheer sock. Sheer. Yeah, yeah yes. sheer socks. I would say like my signature footwear look is like black tube Adidas socks 
with mm. like the three stripes and yes. then like my like platform black converse. Oh. So I'll, and I will wear that in the summer too. The socks are black with white stripes or white with black stripes? Black with white stripes. Oh, that's and I mostly wear black. Like yeah. I don't really wear it that much color, except sometimes I wear these colorful socks. Like I'll wear these like those are really floral good. sheer socks. But yeah, I, th- I think it's just like a fun contrast in, I guess, with my like mostly black clothes. What's the right ankle height? It's got to be low. Like no, I'm not like a, no, like a crew, like a crew sock. Is okay. Like okay. All right. Uh-huh. So it's like uh-huh. above yeah. the you ankle, want it to but be it's seen. not mid calf. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Where are you sourcing your, your whimsical socks? Yeah. All over. Actually, a couple of these are from Simone Rocha. Mm-hmm. Am I saying mm-hmm. it right? Yes. Yeah, I'm not yes. sure. But yeah. I love all her stuff. She makes really fun socks. She does. I haven't looked yeah. at her socks. This is a good call. You should. She, I, love I would her say, clothes. like, I have like five pairs of her. Yeah. Okay. Her clothes are beautiful. Her socks are also beautiful. Mm-hmm. Were you in Paris? They have such a good sock store. Tabio. Did you go there? T-A-B-I-O. No, but I, I, some of my socks are from there. I didn't yes. know it was a store there. Yes. The yeah. other one in that realm, Darner, right, Claire? Yes. That's Darner. Darner makes Darner. really good I'm yeah. write ones. This down. They also make a little bit of like wintry whimsical socks. Yes. Um, like a crushed velvet. Yeah. 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 See, like when uh, you don't want to like, shear. But in the winter, um, my socks aren't like actually seen that much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. I guess, yeah, so I guess it's like a summer if I, thing. I'm, I'm wearing a certain, yeah, it's kind of like oddly, it's a summer thing. And right. I know some people like can't stand wearing socks, especially in the summer, but I just love it. Well, I do just get so hot, but I do love, you know, when loafers first came in, I was like, yeah, like I've always liked them. I just haven't gotten into it for myself, but I do love a loafer with a sock so much that I'm like, okay, yeah. maybe oh, I'm yeah. going to, maybe that's going to be my thing. Yeah. And it, it does so feel good. like you need something that's a little bit like lighter to offset yes. the heavy loader yeah. too. I yes. think it's like, it's like, they're like bangs, you know, yeah. it's like part of your, part of your <laughs> totally. outfit. It's, totally. Socks are like bangs for your feet. So bangs true. for your feet. Totally. <laughs> totally. What's the other one is his, hysteria. It's a, it's, it's a the fashion arm. Of, it's the fashion, it's a fashion arm, arm of, of happy, happy socks. socks. And they are Ooh. really fun. And they do show them with sandals and loafers. And yeah, are you doing, are you doing any socks with sandals? Kavi? Oh, <clears throat> no, no. I You're just avoiding sandals pretty much altogether. Yeah. No, I will. Wear, I will wear sandals like normally if I'm just like slipping something on to like uh. go to the beach or just like go on a little errand. I will. I will. It's like, if, but if I'm putting, but if you're like on, walking like, around outfit, a city, I I yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if I just like want to look more pulled together, like I, I tend to like stay away from flowy, casual, breezy looks. It's just not me. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like sandals are very much part of that vibe. And so I just feel a lot more like pulled together when I'm wearing like a harder shoe. I understand. Even in the summer. It's just, look, you know, it's taken me a long time, (laughs) many years to realize this about my shoe personality. And now I know. It's important to realize. Yeah, exactly. I've learned learned it. it. You've learned it. I've learned it. Now, a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You want to know something that I was thinking about the other day is that it really feels like we are culturally moving towards a place where therapy is just considered part of your regular health maintenance in the same way that we're like, of course you go to the dentist, of course you go to your gynecologist and you get a physical and all of that stuff, but you also go and see a therapist regularly. And that was so off for so long, just not the case. And it's not the case for everybody, but it really feels like we're getting closer to that. And I have to say, I think it's in large part to companies like BetterHelp who are making therapy so much more accessible for people in so many ways. And it does just feel like it should be something where 
people realize you don't have to be in a time of crises to see a therapist. Totally. I mean, the other people I'd like to credit with this are the people who I recently read about on dating apps who are rejecting anyone who isn't in <laughs> therapy as a potential as a potential dating partner. You know, I think that that's making a huge difference. Thank I you. Absolutely Thank you, individual actors. It. Yeah, I absolutely love it that it's a prerequisite. Have you been tested for STDs? Do you have a therapist on call? Exactly. Do you have a job? <laughs> Exactly. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. That's betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. Betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much to Deswa for sponsoring today's episode. You know what I really like is when I'm cooking at the end of the day and it's like, this is demarcating my break from the workday. I've now moved to the kitchen. I'm doing a different activity. I love the idea of having some sort of a drink with that process. At the same time, if I have my cocktail before I've even sat down to dinner, my night is over immediately. Like I, it's just not ha- like bedtime is going to be a bust. And so I do find that having a little spritz of dessoir is sort of the perfect Thing where it's like, I'm having a little treat. I've got that romantic vibe of, of having a sip while I cook, but I'm not just like sort of leveling myself. You're not calling it. I drink. <laughs> I'm not calling it by drinking on an empty stomach when I still have, you know, roughly four hours and a, a bedtime struggle to go. That's right. That's right. Dessois, spelled D-E-S-O-I, is a line of non-alcoholic aperitifs that have clean, all-natural ingredients and no artificial colors or flavors. The company was founded by two new moms, Katy Perry, might have heard of her, and Morgan McLaughlin, who is a big name in the beverage game, was just honored as the Drink Innovator of the Year by Food & Wine. Dessois is designed to make not drinking a lot more fun. All three flavors are packed with adaptogens like reishi mushroom and ashwagandha to help you de-stress, relax, and let loose without a hangover. Also, the packaging is very, very chic. They have a bottled product and canned ones too, and it makes a perfect dinner party gift, hostess gift, that whole thing. Use promo code a thing or two at drinkdessois.com. That's D-R-I-N-K-D-E-S-O-I.com for 15% off your first purchase. That's D-R-I-N-K-D-E-S-O-I.com and code a thing or two for 15% off your first purchase. Thank you so much to ZocDoc for sponsoring today's episode. So I used ZocDoc to book my PCP appointment recently. And then I had something come up last minute. And you know, the day before I was like, oh, I have to reschedule this thing, which usually if you have to call the doctor and do that whole thing, and then they're like, well, when, when are you free next? And you're Mm -hmm. like, wait, what? I'm supposed to just like (laughs) name a date and a time. And then you're going to be like, nope, nothing then. (laughs) Like that's not a good process. So instead I had the opportunity to just sign into my ZocDoc account, click the change appointment thing, pick a new time a week later and like go on my wary way. Like no big deal. Unbelievable. And you didn't have to feel the shame of canceling the doctor's appointment and have to tell somebody like, I'm sorry, I I swear I'm going to reschedule this at some point. Totally. I always feel a lot of shame and guilt around that. (laughs) ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. On ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Whether you're trying to straighten those teeth, fix an achy back, get that mole checked out, or anything else, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc's mobile app is as easy as ordering a ride to a restaurant or getting delivery to your house. Search, find, and book doctors with a few taps. Find and review local doctors, read verified patient reviews from real people who make real appointments. Now, when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Go to ZocDoc.com, find the doctor that is right for you, and book an appointment in person or remotely that works for your schedule. 
Every month, millions of people, including the two of us, use ZocDoc. We are both ZocDoc users. It's our go-to whenever we need to find and book a quality doctor. Go to ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash a thing or two. ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two. What else? Okay. So I brought some blush that I'm really into. Ooh, and I just think it's it's Fenty. Ooh, okay. Fenty Beauty yeah. blush. And it's the only color I tried, but I, I also think the formula is just really wonderful. I'm really into blush. I think blush is just like the thing that will just brighten up your face most. I guess I would choose blush and like a waterline eyeliner as mm-hmm. like the things that I would have to put on yes. to, to, to like feel like yourself. Is yeah, this a cream yeah, blush? Yeah. It's a cream blush. Ooh. And it's just like a really good formula. This one is like a really red Ooh, color and yeah. I love it. It's just kind of like 80s red. It's not like pink. It's not like, uh-huh. it's like red. Uh-huh. And the formula is really like creamy and melty. Like it like goes on very pigmented, but then just really melts, like glides into your skin really well. So like you can have this kind of like saturated look that, you know, is that I kind of love like baby doll cheeks, Uh you know, like very easily where you have kind of like circles basically. And like, Mm -hmm. you can have that, but then you can also just like blend it in and have more of a flush. And I just think the formula of this is like so beautiful because you can just build the texture and then have it be like so saturated, but then just also have it be like a wash of color. What are you versatile? This color is daiquiri dip. Daiquiri dip. It's like a coral, coral red. It's the Fenty, Fenty Beauty Cream Blush. That's right. Are you doing, are you doing apples of your cheeks or are you doing like a, like blended yeah. situation? Yeah. I, like a, I have a very, yeah. very small face. So like yeah. when I start blending, I soon it's like pretty much it's just like, like your entire everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I really like keep it like very small and yeah, just kind of like circles. I'm always curious how people discover their favorite beauty products. Are you someone who just tries everything? How did you come across this? That is a really good question. Yeah, really randomly, I guess. I buy everything online. It would for sure be the best way to go into Sephora or something like that and 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 take time and look through everything and try it on, but I just don't have the time for it. So I do everything online. And I guess I, I know like which colors I like. I like really bold colors. My face, my skin tone can take like a lot of color and a lot of like boldness. I gravitate towards like a lot of reds. I gravitate towards like a lot of like cool pinks, like cool shades of pink that have like a little bit of like lavender or lilac in them. Mm. Just look really good on like olive skin because it's a little bit like counterintuitive or something yes. because it's not a color that my skin would ever like actually turn. Right. So right. I like, I like this like cool, like, you know, balance with like the, especially in the summer I get so tan. And then I love putting on like a kind of frosty pink lipstick that looks kind of absurd, but I just like how the, the I love this is like truly colors. a designer's approach to makeup. <laughs> it's really, Oh cool. yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. I d- so I guess that's what I'm saying. It's like, I know which color profiles uh-huh. I really like. And then I go for those. I love it. You could, you would just know that like Fenty would have like a really kind of like electric neon red yes. kind of thing. If you're going for that. Not going like to shy away just, from color. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I've tried a few things and everything's been really good from them. I haven't tried well, anything. I need to. Have you, Erica? Do you have anything from Fenty Beauty? No, but I'm really interested in some of the like lip glosses. Oh yeah, you, you were a lot of that. color. Yeah, 
makeup? Not, not that much, but I've started to get more into like a bright lip again, at least yeah. if it's in like a gloss form. And then I've been liking like a metallic eyeliner here and there. And I recent I was like, I was like, how have I been discovering beauty products recently? And I've been getting more into I've been just like I've been more comfortable just asking people. They like, mm. what is that eyeliner you have on? Mm-hmm. It is very good. And I yeah. just mm-hmm. bought a gold eyeliner that I this woman at a dinner I was at, Kate Urban was wearing Decay. It was Urban Decay. And I was mm. like, this is what I need. Like I wasn't gonna like explore all of Urban Decay's eyeliners to to get to this point. Yeah. But yeah, yeah a, a nice like little gold eyeliner, sure. What else are you feeling excited about? Okay. So the things that I had thought of are kind of, you know, like I, we just took this trip and like a lot of it's in my mind. I am excited to carry on walking because we were walking so much during our trip. Like our, our kids have the Apple watches. So they're mm. obsessed with tracking their activity. Yes. And they were always like trying to make these goals and yeah, we were walking as much as they were. So I also knew how much we were walking. We were walking like 20 to 25,000 steps a day, which Amazing. is like something Love like that. eight to 10 miles a day. And it was so nice. I mean, it's not something I can actually carry on like when I'm working really. You can't but walk 10 miles a day today. No, but I, but I know yeah. some people who like just, you know, it takes, it takes more. T- I mean, I, I do like to work out. I have started to you know do weight training recently because I, I guess it's just healthy for you and I for my bone health. I've been we've been talking about I, this. We've yeah. been talking about like getting oh, yeah. older and it's the like, importance of it's weight like a woman of a certain and, age uh-huh. discussion, uh-huh. right? Yes, yes. it yes. is. Yes. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah, yes, it is. Gotta make the bone stronger. So I'm definitely lifting weights, <laughs> but the walking is something that I want to do. Like continue this summer. Just get out, get, like leave the computer and walk. And like, it does take time. It's not like you can like lift weights for 20 minutes and feel like you've done something, but right. with walking, you really have to do it for, I don't know, I would say like at least an hour or so to like, yes. to feel like you're making a difference, but I'm hoping to continue that. I really, really liked it. Like this it just is, felt so good. I feel the same. I love walking. I'm deeply jealous of people who take walking meetings, which is something that I hear a lot of people claim to do. And I just think for so many of the meetings that I engage in, it's just helpful for me to be at a computer. Like I'm usually referencing yeah. things. Referencing I, things. Yeah. I really, if people have or taking tips notes on, or like yeah, taking yeah. notes, taking, taking notes is so important. I'm just, if people have tips on how to actually take walking meetings, I would love for them to call in and leave a voicemail because it's something that I really aspire to. Some Agreed. people got some people got treadmill desks during the pandemic. I don't That's think that really lasted. That's not the same as walking for me. No, yeah, but I, I think, you know, we all should be able to just walk. put the work away for yes. an hour. Yes. And and go Agreed. take a walk. I don't know. I haven't I haven't done it. I haven't done it since I've been back. I'm hoping that I'll be able to. I'm just catching up with like a like the buildup of a few weeks away. And now hopefully once once things settle down, I'll be able to catch up on the walking. I really Another- enjoyed it. A thing this made me think of was that years ago, our management coach, Ben Michaelis, told me it was, we were going on vacation and it was during a sort of stressful work period. Um, and he said something along the lines of basically like, make sure that you do something physically exhausting every day of your vacation because otherwise people think they're going to go on vacation and they're just going to like sit at the beach or like rest or whatever, but then they don't sleep well and their mind's like real and you know, you you fill your head with all this like anxiety or stress or whatever. And the only way to escape that basically is to just like tire yourself out. You have to like actually tire yourself out and walking is just such a nice and productive way to do that. 
Oh yeah. I loved it. We also learned, we planned our trip. So we were going to a couple cities and then also taking a week at like, like a beach house rental thing that didn't end up working out. So we left it for like a couple different reasons. And then we went to another city and I was so happy and I was like shocked to, to realize maybe I just prefer traveling to cities and I love the beach so much. It's my, it's my favorite place. It's my happy place. And like, we spend a lot, like we're out by the beach all of this month and kind of just relaxing here. And so now I realize that maybe I don't need that so much from my vacations. Mm -hmm. And what I really want more from my vacations is like exploration and yeah, culture and stimulation, art and stimulation. And because I find it easier to get downtime in like short breaks, like near home. And it doesn't have to be like traveling so far to just sit. I don't know. I do think I prefer to go to cities and just like do things and see things. Like I loved so much, like every night in uh, Rome and Venice, we, we would just go out so late. Like we'd take our little like afternoon break, go out for dinner late and then just like walk and walk and walk and then have like a drink, like at 10 or 11 o'clock still like out late and just like, know, life, city life, yes, soaking yes. it up. I loved it so much. And I was just yeah. like, I don't need to be like sitting on a beach right now. Totally. So I think I realized that another realization. I mean, you might be hard shoes, city vacation. You might just be. <laughs> that's, I'm realizing that's who I am. That's yeah. who I am. We just did this. We just launched a new website like, a, like two weeks ago. And we have a thing called a customizable sample set. Ooh, smart. So you can choose like any four cents that will go into your sample set. And this quiz helps you choose those four cents, just kind of like based on like your answers to these quiz questions. So, and it's funny because then it'll tell you like what you are. And just when you said I'm a hard shoed city person or whatever, <laughs> that's like exactly the kind of category yes. that like you would find on our, on our sniff quiz that we're calling it to help you choose which kind of sense you might like. Um, wait, I have a really good DS and Durga story related to a city vacation. Like five years ago, Thomas and I were in Seville for a couple of days and one of his friends just so happened to also be in Seville from San Antonio. And they hadn't seen each other in years, his friend Kevin. And we met up with them for drinks and, you know, standing on a street corner, giving, giving them a hug. And Kevin smells Thomas and goes, Italian citrus? <laughs> oh my God. And he Amazing. was like, yeah. And they were both wearing it. <laughs> Do you so love good. it? Do I, you I, love I want it? a recording of this moment. I love it. That's so incredible. That's amazing. Incredible. That's this, an incredible this, story. Like, this scent is so, 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 so good. Um, but oh, yeah, I'm it was so just glad. like a perfect, it was just like a dream situation. It was like, wow, this is like truly just like marketing. marketing. That is a sweet, sweet story. Thank you. <laughs> so good. My go-to is coriander. I also no. have Rose Atlantic. But Rose I find Atlantic the is incredible. I find that coriander also layers really well, which mm -hmm. I like a yeah. lot. Yeah. Really yeah. It. What are you wearing these yes. days, Erica? You have more than one. Rose Atlantic. I like Debaser a lot. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for your support. Oh, oh my gosh. So much. We love what you're doing. We always have. Yeah. Um, Thank so you. Good. Do you have so one good. last thingy to leave us with? You don't have to either. You can say yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> potato chips. Uh, mm -hmm. My gosh. Perfect note to end on. Love a potato chip. I just chip. love potato chips so much. And I honestly like eating them every day. I, uh -huh. I really, I, I can barely have a drink with that, like at the end of the day with that, yeah. like I need potato chips. They're just like the perfect food. They're always around. You can get them everywhere. 
<laughs> Even bad ones are good. That's the and thing. I mean, ruffles, sour cream, and onion. Like, well, or, I mean, sorry, ruffles, so, cheddar, and, and, oh, sour, cheddar cream. and sour cream. Yeah, yeah, that's an incredible chip that you can find yeah. at every drug, yeah. like every Everywhere. every gas yeah. station in this nation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can go. You cannot go wrong with potato chips. Do you have yeah. any favorites these days? What's in the rotation? Oh, a potato chips. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I like potato yes. chips. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like, is that how you say it? Yeah, it's uh-huh. like a classic yeah. Northeast. I think. It might be specifically Philly or Pittsburgh. Somebody's oh. going to call in and correct us. Yeah. But I'm, it's somewhere. It's like Northeast regional. Chicken. Yeah. I find yeah. Lay is a little bit too salty. Yeah. I, mm. agree. I like. Do you have you had Torres? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're talking fancy. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, listen, yeah. we're just going to, you like know, the zaps. truffle ones. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, the truffle. Yeah. 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 The show, I, I, I like them all. I, I mean, I honestly like. All, what were you going to say shows. before? What was it? <clears throat> okay. There's this brand down called- market one. No, it's like this old. So when I was younger, my father used to occasionally come home with this like metal, big metal tin, like, Mm. like huge called Charles chips. And they're, they're just like this old American brand. I don't see them around at anymore ever anywhere, except there's this one store here on Long Island. That's like this cooking store, like a house kitchenware store. I walked in there and they had these Charles chips tins. And I now like every time I pass it, I I get them and they're, it's like 30 bucks for like a whole big tin, but they're like the perfect thinness, Uh perfect thickness and like the perfect crunch. Those are my favorite chips, but like they're impossible to find. It's just like this old American brand that I I don't know if they went out, they can't have gone out of business because they still, but they must've just like really slowed down production or something. And now it's like this specialty product, but I also have fond memories of it from like my father bringing them home when we were little, like it was like a treat. It was a treat to get potato chips because things were simpler then. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Are you mostly just doing straight salted potato chips or are you big into the flavors too? I like plain salted or I'll take like a jalapeno potato chips because I, Mm. because I have a serious spice addiction. Mm, like mm, mm. very, very serious, like debilitating pretty much. (laughs) I really, I, I love a chip. And so I feel a little bad saying this, but I, I get bored by a salted, just like a plain salted potato chip. Oh, okay. All right. Pretty, pretty What do you, what do you like? Like anything else. Cheddar, anything else. (laughs) Everything else. else. I love sour cream and onion, but specifically hers, I think, which is another like regional potato chip brand. I think hers are the best. I love that North Fork. The, the North oh, Fork yeah. ones North also Fork do a very ones. good sour cream and onion. Yeah. Yeah. Who makes the pepperoncini ones? Is it Kettle Chips makes pepperoncini yeah. flavor? Yeah. yeah. And then I haven't tried those. The, the Zaps flavor. Voodoo are very good. I really like the All Dressed, which is Lay's. Is that Lay's? Ruffles. Ruffles. You know, I like, I, I love every year when Lay's. <laughs> Wealth of information over here. <laughs> I'm, I've passed this quiz. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love when Lay's does, I don't know if they, I haven't seen it in a bit, but they always do the competition for people to come up with new flavors. And then so oh, they'll yeah. sell these like limited runs and it'll be like steak frites, like whatever weirdo shit yeah. they're doing. That's like a really complicated meal, but in a single bite. I love that. Something and, Wonka-esque. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then now in New York, there's all of these exotic snack stores where people are basically just like traveling to other countries and coming back with suitcases full of potato chips and weird flavors. And I'll eat all of those. What did I get? And the they're other- like $9 a bag because <laughs> <laughs> they bought their own plane ticket, those, those potato chips. I got, they had these, they were Thai beetle leaf chips that were incredible. Mm. So oh. good. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, actually, I just, yeah, like, I had some, chip. I had some like seaweed, some Japanese seaweed mm, chips yes. recently that were so good. Love Incredible. Those. Love those. This friend of ours, Jason Diamond, who's just posted mm-hmm. about smoked salmon, cream cheese, 
lays from Thailand. This is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, sounds delicious. Wow, you gotta get yeah you you gotta get yourself to these exotic snack shops. There's like one in Bed Stuy now. There's a bunch on the Lower East Side. Where 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 in Bed Stuy? We'll send it to you after. Yeah, I have a lot of good sock and chip exact things to look up now. And then there are two on the Lower East Side, one on Stanton and one on Rivington that are basically perfect competitors. And yes. they're mm-hmm. they're both called something something exotic snacks. And they both have like a graffiti. This is a whole market. Okay. Uh-huh. I had uh-huh. no idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah I like when I go, like when we when I travel to to India, they have like all different yes. I mean, yes. everything's different. They have a lot of like chopped masala potato chips yes. and like black salt potato yes. chips and like, yeah, lots of different spices, like chili flavor potato chips. So there was I, a good I like eater that story around. This, yes. Wasn't there? Well, yeah. there was oh, this yeah. eater story was why don't we have those in the U S and it's basically yeah. because of the business economics of this stuff. They're like, not enough people will eat it, but it's, it's sort of a catch 22. It's like, it, it's just the way they let the market drive their choices. Basically people would eat it if they, if they only knew exactly, exactly. That's sort of the point of the article. Yeah. 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 They have a market right here. Right here. Right here. Right here. (laughs) Kavi, this was wonderful. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I can't wait for people who haven't smelled Diaz and Durga yet to smell it and to take your quiz online and to just like engage with and and to buy an auto fragrance as this as an entree into your wonderful world. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed speaking to both of you. Same, same. That's the show. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com. 